confiscated. The king, George V, declared that even if a VC winner were to be hanged for murder, he should be allowed to wear his VC on the scaffold. Another of my reasons for deciding not to concentrate on medal-winning heroes was the plethora of books that already existed on the topic, including a brace by the recently ousted Prime Minister Gordon Brown. So I thought about my personal heroes, and realized that if I had any, they are my late wife Ginny, who never flinched from making brave decisions in all the thirty-six years that we were together, and two male relatives, neither of whom I had ever met, but about whose lives I had been told many a memorable story by my mother since I was little. They are my father and my grandfather, both dead just before I was born, whose lives fighting for God, king, and country in various parts of the world had so impressed me in my youth. To help me decide on individuals whose heroism appealed to me most, I read a great many biographies and made many lists of possible nominees. The following chapter discusses some of these nominees and some of the generally accepted characteristics of heroism. In July 2010, a nightclub bouncer, whose greatest pride was the size of his steroid-assisted biceps, and whose domestic history included beating up women friends, was jilted by his 22-year-old girlfriend, Sam. Raoul Mote, 37, reacted by shooting her and killing her reputed lover. Then, on the rampage with a brace of shotguns, he shot and blinded a policeman who happened to be parked in a nearby police car. Moat was hunted for a week before finally shooting himself when cornered by police marksmen after a six-hour standoff. A Facebook tribute page immediately appeared, which set Moat up as a legend, popular speak for hero. This internet site, R.I.P. Rowell Moat, you legend, attracted 38,000 supporters and was followed by the creation of a second, similar fan site, glorifying the murderer, which had over 12,000 subscribers and the stated aim, so that the legend that is Moat lives on. Weeping Moat disciples laid wreaths at his gateshead home and in the village of his demise, for to them Moat was truly a hero and an updated, if distorted, version of Robin Hood. A strong contender as a nominee for my hero collection was the Polish prisoner Slavomir Ravich, who with six fellow inmates escaped from one of Stalin's gulags and managed to trek thousands of hostile miles to freedom in India via Siberian forests, Mongolian deserts, and the high Himalayas. I had read his book, The Long Walk, as a teenager, and was saddened in 2004 to hear of his death, aged 88, in the Nottinghamshire village where he had lived for many years following his fabled escape. I was about to submit my chapter about the Slavomir Ravich story to the publishers when I happened to pass a vast billboard advertising The Way Back, the Hollywood movie version of the heroic trek. Interested, I looked up the film critics' comments, only to discover that the whole Slavomir Ravich story was almost certainly a fabrication which for fifty years had hoodwinked the world, including me. You will not be surprised that neither Raoul Mote nor Slavomir Ravich made it to hero status in this book, 
and after my ravage shock, I tightened up my hero selection process by extra carefully checking on the accuracy of their recorded histories. Back at school in the 1950s, my heroes were the mostly British commando raid leaders, clever detectives, daring explorers, or pioneering ship's captains, whose exciting deeds were described in the comics which constituted my entire source of learning outside classroom hours. The only non-Brits whose imaginary exploits also thrilled me were the American superheroes, Batman and Superman. In the classroom studying classics as a young teenager, I thrilled to the adventures of Jason and the Argonauts, the Spartan warriors of Thermopylae, and that greatest of all heroes, Odysseus, Ulysses of Ithaca, as he battled exotic monsters such as the one-eyed Cyclops and the snake-head.